Welcome back to the Rainy Day Horror Show. Okay. We have a good we have a good one today, guys. We have a really, really interesting story, okay? Just a heads up, there is a little bit of gaps in this story, and I researched it like for hours, and I did countless other news articles and stuff like that, but they just couldn't fill in the gaps of what I was trying to find. So there is going to be a little bit of a weird like gap in some of these in, in this story at a couple points, okay? But before we get into it, if you don't know who I am, I am your host with the most Dusty McBalls, aka the certified Cougar Hunter, aka the man with the biggest set of testicles this world has ever seen. All right. And on today's story, we have a little bit of a weird, weird one. Okay. We have a guy. His name is Mark Branch. And sorry, hold on, my nose itches. There we go. And he was, I don't know, a little, a little weird. Just a little, little weird. Okay. Um, Basically, it's about a guy who loved horror films and decided to want to reenact Jason, be a Jason copycat, and he went out and killed somebody. So, this is that little, this is a weird story, all right? And it's interesting. It's kind of, there's a psychic that gets involved and tries to help track down Mark. And it's interesting, okay? So, it's going to be a good episode, all right? Get those Crocs on. Set them bitches in adventure mode, all right? Get a drink. It's Sunday, all right? We're vibing out, we're relaxing, we're just escaping, you know, the day before we have to, unfortunately, go to work tomorrow, but that's okay, alright? That is a-okay, okay? But, yeah, this is going to be a good story, I'm psyched to share this one with you, okay? But there will be gaps, and I apologize for the gaps, this one was incredibly hard to research, okay? Well, for me at least, alright? So, without further ado... Let's get into this weird, creepy story about a dude, Mark Branch, who decided to dress up like Jason and go kill some people, alright? So, Mark Branch, he is a 19-year-old boy from Greenfield, Massachusetts, okay? He worked at the local grocery store in Greenfield, and he appeared on the outside to just be a normal, you know, 80s teen, right? But this dude was anything but normal. Like, I'm, like, just, yeah. Something, he had, a, he had a few screws loose, so that's why I think he was a little mentally ill. But, yeah, he was just, he's a weird dude, okay? And we're going to get into that in a second. But he would, you know, rent horror movies. Like, not just, you know... We all like horror movies to an extent, you know, just a little scary, a little spooky. But he strictly only rented gory films. And the dude that worked at the rental place that Mark would frequently go to to rent these movies basically said to reporters and the police that the gorier, the gorier, the gorier the movie was the more often he would rent it. And he just strictly preferred straight gore films, okay? And which, 
if you're in the horror community, you know, like, that's, that's normal, okay? A lot of, like, people like to watch a gory movie. They like to see some, you know, drunk teens all fucking on an island just getting slaughtered by some killer, you know. It's just, you know, some people are into that, which there's nothing wrong, all right? But Mark was, he was, yeah, he wasn't, he was weird, okay? Because throughout his teen years, he terrified his, you know, female students, his female classmates, okay? He would write, like, really, really awful and disgusting notes to them, saying on how he was going to kill them, and he would also prank call them saying the same thing. And allegedly, I don't know what, how this, you know, occurred, but from a couple of news sources, I read that he even pulled a knife on one of, you know, his female classmates, okay? And, which we know is completely not normal. It is just fucking, like, that's weird, okay? That is really, really fucking weird, okay? People, don't, don't be doing that, alright? Just, I mean, if you're nor not really, because nobody's ever really fucking normal, but, like, quote-unquote normal, like, you know not to do that, okay? And if you think it's okay, it's not. It's kind of fucking weird, and it's really, really creepy, and you probably were going to get bullied in high school if you did that, okay? So I'm assuming, you know, like I said a little bit ago, he might have had a few screws loose, okay? And, you know, as he grew up in the 80s, and, you know, once he became, like, you know, from high school to 19, he ended up finding extreme love for, you know, personally, I think the best horror universe in the 80s, Friday the 13th, I don't know why he loved him, it didn't really say, but he just had an obsession with Jason Voorhees, and just wanted to be him, and friends, you know, that knew him, now I want to say knew him a lot, but like knew him enough, they would often, like, express their concerns to Mark and about his horror movie obsession and they would actually also tell the police and reporters that he, Mark, often wondered what it would be like to kill someone. And this leads up into our, you know, our victim of today's story, 18-year-old Sharon Gregory. Now, there's not a whole lot of information on her either, except that she was a student and she was attending Greenfield Community College during the time of her, you know, unfortunate murder. And she was taking a psychology class, okay? And she had to write a paper for this class. So she chose Mark as, you know, the person to write it on because he has this, you know, obsession with horror movies, right? And it didn't say how the two met or anything like that. I don't. It didn't say if they were friends or if they're just acquaintances or if they both went to college together. But it didn't really say. And this paper that she did on Mark was like a full-on psych eval. Like it was in extreme depth. It was just fucking just wild. And allegedly... Mark was really, really upset about this. And so on October 24th, 
1988, Mark decided to break into Sharon Gregory's home in like the early hours of that day, right? And as he broke in, he was fully fucking dressed as Jason Voorhees from head to toe. Mask, machete slash knife, and it was just, yeah, it was, yeah, he just fucking went in there, and she obviously saw him, and he basically chased her around the house like a fucking Scooby-Doo film, okay? And as the chase, you know, came to a close, they ended up in her upstairs bathroom. And this is where, you know, Sharon was brutally stabbed by Mark. She had severe stab wounds to her head, chest, and abdomen, all right? And he ended up killing her in the bathtub, okay? So after she died, Mark left the house and was, you know, going back home. And Sharon was found a little while later in the same, in the bathtub where she died. And she was found by her twin sister, Cheryl. I don't know how people do that shit, right? Not the killing. Well, I don't understand why people kill sometimes. But, like, if I found one of my fucking, like, family members or friends dead like, brutally stabbed, I don't know what the fuck I would do. I would be, like, throwing up, dry heaving, I would be just fucking PTSD'd out, just, yeah. I don't know what the fuck I would do. That would scar me for the rest of my fucking life. I don't know how people move on after witnessing some of this shit. I would assume some people, I got a burp, hold on. I would assume some people get, you know, PTSD from that shit, right? Because it's a family member, and, like, you saw them, like, yeah, that would be fucking terrifying. But after Cheryl found Sharon, she obviously called the police, and an investigation was fucking launched, okay? And once they launched this investigation, the police, this whole town went into, like, extreme panic. Like, not Salem Witch Trials panic, but, like, panic enough to where the cops had to shut down Halloween because it took, you know, Halloween was only seven days away? Seven days away, right? So, and they were nervous that Mark would, you know, dress up as Jason again on Halloween and go killing people, right? So they canceled all of, like, Halloween activities and parties and stuff like that and then they moved trick-or-treating to the daytime okay because they were just afraid you know mark was going to fucking murder more people okay now after they launched investigation a few days later you know tips started coming in on you know they saw mark enter the house they saw him dress up as jason blah 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 so they, he became their, you know, prime suspect, so they broke in, well, not broken, but searched his house, got a warrant, and searched his house, and they found what they found. It was terrifying, okay? They found 75 horror films, 64 true crime, true, true crime books, 
three knives, a hockey mask, and a machete, okay? So he became their prime suspect, right? And as they searched his house, they started, you know, trying to look for him. And at some point, don't know where it came in, but they received another tip that they saw Mark's, you know, car 13 miles outside of Greenville. So the authorities all loaded up in their cars, their little squad cars. They hit the fucking sirens, whoop, whoop, and they drove to his, you know, where his car was. And once they reached his car, they found that blood was all over the front seat and the front console, but Mark was nowhere to be found. He was just fucking gone, off the face of the earth, just disappeared, just out here, right? So, what the authorities did is they decided to get, you know, a psychic involved. They didn't know where the fuck he was. You know, it's the 80s. All of this horror stuff is coming out. So why not lean into that psychic ability? And that's what they did. They got psychic profile John Monte to assist them in locating Mark Branch. Okay. Now, John would only was, well, not would, but was only shown a photo of Sharon. And when he looked at the photo and he touched the photo, he said that all he heard was Jason, 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 repeatedly over and over and over. And allegedly, the authorities did not tell Mark, well, they did not tell, sorry, name mix up, they did not tell John about Mark's obsession with the character Jason. So, after that, John Monty was able to lead authorities to an old abandoned slaughterhouse. And as they entered the slaughterhouse, they started doing, you know, what police officers do, and they did a search. And they looked around for him, and all that they could find within this slaughterhouse were drawings of, like, stick figures on the wall, and it gets, and they're like, oh, that's, that's totally okay, that's normal. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Because one of the stick figures was a male chasing a female stick figure with a knife. Okay. And there was also a little like drawing of Jason Voorhees mask. Okay. And it just basically showed how Sharon was murdered. Okay. So as they searched that slaughterhouse and didn't find anything on him. They, John insisted that Mark is still in the area, but he's in the woods. He also indicated that Mark hung, hung himself from a pine tree, and he described Mark as wearing blue jeans and combat boots. Well, one month after Sharon's death on November 29th, 1988, two hunters found Mark's body hanging from a pine tree and he hung himself with his bootlaces and belt and according to the coroner Mark had hung himself almost immediately after the murder now i assume that this story was kind of hard to research for people 
or like there were so many gaps was because both parties were dead and nobody knew what the hell was going on, right? That's the only reason why I could think the story was a little too difficult to, you know, research and fill in the gaps. But other than that, it was, yeah, it's a good story. It's weird. It's weird. People are weird, right? I never, I mean, I bet when you're making a movie like that, you never think like, oh, this could, you know, change somebody. But like, yeah, that's weird. I guess, yeah, I never really thought of that. Like, I don't know if a lot of filmmakers truly think about like, hey, some dude out there might actually take this and want to roll with it. All right. Maybe that's why there's not a whole lot of serial killer movies. You know what I mean? Because, like, if you make it pretty realistic, people, like, you know, real crime people or future serial killers that see the movie, I'm like, oh, this is, this is how it's done, all right? So I'm going to do it. So, so weird. But, yeah, sorry, this episode was really, really short. I didn't mean for it to be this short. It just kind of happened, right? But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, there was another story I was going to do, but it just, it was the same situation, same fucking situation. This was just a difficult, difficult research week for me, right? It just was, okay? But next week is going to be a good story. It is going to be good. We're doing the Diet Lav Pass Incident, okay? So, that's all I really got for you guys. don't really have anything else for you. Um, It is my one year on the podcast, right? So, I wanted to... Thank you all for sticking through with this year for me, right? Well, whoa. Let me, let, that didn't sound right, okay? That did not sound right, all right? Thank you for sticking around with me this year, right? There we go. One year down, and hopefully a whole lot more to go, okay? It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, that's really it, though. I don't really have anything else for you guys. I got an interview set up. Well, not, well, I'm doing the interview. It's going to be on here. I got one set up in about a little bit over two, three weeks. Three weeks, I think. That one's going to be interesting. That one's going to be fun. I'm not going to give too much out it about out. Whoa. I'm not going to give too much out about it because I want it to be a surprise and I think it's going to be really, really good. Okay. But. Other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed your weekend. I had a good weekend. You know, didn't really do much. Just kind of sat around. Was lazy, which is nice. But, yeah. That's all I really got for you guys. Okay. So, remember, stay frosty. Stay foxy. And most importantly, the most important thing on this planet, stay safe. I love y'all. Deuces.